0: I want to share a bit of my own season in the wilderness. Correction, want to probably isn't an accurate depiction of how I actually feel when I think about sharing my story. Part of it is because I know it's still being written. I don't have a happy ending lined up so that I can wrap it into a beautiful package and offer it to you with a perfectly tied bow on top. I very much still feel in the thick of the wilderness. Some days, if I squint really hard, I can kinda see the outline of the place I'm headed towards. But for the most part, it just looks like I'm being engulfed by sand. I find myself frequently needing to break agreements with the lie that my story isn't significant or encouraging because God's promises to me have yet to arrive. But that's just it. We often want to get there while rushing through the actual getting there part. We want to hurry in the ushering of the promised land while finding ways to skip over or hurry out of the wilderness. I've found myself there more times than I can count over the past 64 weeks. I've definitely been counting the weeks. And at this point, I don't know whether I'm counting up or counting down. The Israelites' arrival into the promised land was not the end of their journey. It was the end of journey and the beginning of another. The wilderness, by definition, is an uncultivated, uninhabited, and inhospitable region. It is a place that, by design, is not meant for building a home, nor does it exist to make us feel welcome, comfortable, or cozy. The wilderness is not a place most people put on their vacation list and even the wild and adventurous ones who do spend only a short amount of time there. The wilderness is meant to be an area that we traverse through. It's not our final destination. We all know this, but what if we really viewed our seasons of wilderness this way? What if we believe that the promise we're waiting on has a God-ordained timeframe? What if we saw waiting as an adventure rather than as punishment or torture? What if having something to wait for is an invitation to more fully experience the one on whom we wait? What if times and areas of waiting are actually what makes good stories, well, good? If that is the case, then I think I've got a pretty good story to share with you unfinished it may be, but I guess that's just part of being alive. So last September, that is September of year 2020, I quit my job. I quit my job not having a clue what I might do next. You might ask, Brittany. Why did you quit your job in the middle of a pandemic while having no clue what was next? And I would respond, that is a great question. One I have no explanation for other than, this is what I felt God inviting me to do. It sounded crazy to me too. But after continuing to seek God on this matter and seeking godly counsel, I just had a knowing and a peace in my heart that it was time to take this step of faith and to get out of the boat. So, I jumped. The invitation to join in on this adventure felt like what I envisioned Abraham must have felt when God said to him in Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 leave your country your people and your father's household and go to the land I will show you God then gives a beautiful promise to Abraham and then right after we read in verse 4 so Abraham left as the Lord had told him This phrase has become a challenging and encouraging companion to me. And it appears to be the main theme of Abraham's life. The Bible tells us that Abraham was considered righteous because of his faith. Abraham dared to take God at his word and to believe Him, even when what God said was as impossible as a 100-year-old man and a 90-year-old woman giving birth to a child. The first leg of my journey into the wilderness was one of surrender. Surrendering my own understanding, my own dreams and ambitions, my desires and hopes, my fears, and my very life and everything and everyone attached to it, fully to God. I began this journey very well aware that I see only a sliver, if that, of all that God sees and knows. He is all-knowing. I am very much not all-knowing. Therefore, the only reasonable thing for me to do in this situation was to ask God to place in my heart and my mind His dreams and His desires for me. I offered to God a blank canvas and asked Him to teach me His ways, His thoughts, and His plans. In giving this small gift to Him, I have received a hundredfold back in return. My life has not been the same since, and I am not the same. Not because of me, but all because of God's fierce and generous love and His Spirit that transforms us from the inside out. Through this process of surrender and inviting God to deposit in me His dreams and His vision for my life, I began to experience just that as two new desires started stirring within my heart. Two desires that to me sounded equally as unlikely as the one God gave to Abraham. So I knew I had a choice to make, I could take God at His word like Abraham did, or I could find a million reasons why I should dismiss what he said. Did I wrestle with whether I really heard the Lord? Absolutely. But after seeking God with my full heart as best as I knew how, I had no good excuse not to believe that he in fact had answered me. So I said to him, God, I don't know how this will come to pass, but if you said it, I believe you. I give you my full yes and my amen and trust that you are the one who will fulfill what you've promised because you and I both know that I don't have a clue where to even begin. Dream one. Write a book. Just over a year ago, on November of year 2020, I sensed God say to me, Brittany, I've deposited a book in your heart. I want you to write it out. And because I'm still reading in Genesis and mulling over the incredible faith and trust of Abraham, I found myself saying back to God, God, I believe you, but I also have no idea what to write about. Here is what I will do. I will write for an hour a day, but unless you show up, this is not going to go well. So without a clear plan and direction for the book, which I am confident is not how you write books, I began to write for an hour a day. My only strategy was to invite God to give me the words and to lead the way six months later i had what felt like the first draft to my surprise it turned out to be more than just a random collection of thoughts and came together under one common theme the book is about finding hope in the wilderness the place where i'm in right now it's those times where we find ourselves somewhere in between what god has promised and the fulfillment of that promise The book is not a new message. It's simply a reminder of who God is, why we can trust him, and it seeks to stir our faith so that our knowledge transforms more and more fully into belief, the kind of belief that Abraham possessed. Dream number two. Pursue acting. This one took me a while to wrap my head around. I've never been involved in any kind of theater or production. Drama was probably the last class I ever would have chosen in school. I literally knew nothing about acting. But once again, thanks to the influence of Abraham on my life, I just said yes. I said yes and then I asked for some clarification and instruction. For four months, I just held it open-handedly before the Lord as I waited for Him to lead. Then, He spoke. But what He said wasn't as helpful or as insightful as I had hoped. All I heard was, Go as far as you can see. The problem was, I could not see and genuinely had zero ideas of how to start. So I did what most people do when they have a problem. I asked Google. In my research, God seemed to highlight a couple of first steps for me to take. So, by faith, I began to take those steps, and slowly, opportunities and doors began to open. To date, I've had a handful of opportunities to work as a background actor on TV shows, and have also had a small handful of commercial auditions. Where this is all leading? Still unclear. But alas, things can often feel that way in the wilderness. But it doesn't mean this is not where I'm supposed to be. Not having an answer is not wrong. Sometimes, that's just what faith looks like. My story is still being written, and yours is too. God's story writing abilities are far better than ours, and He writes no bad stories. My ultimate hope is that in sharing a bit of the story God is writing in my life, that you will be reminded that He too is writing your story. And oh, what a story it will be.